0: that's it, he didn't go to the required. on the left Emble was so clever, so good And Murphy is it?
1: What a goal, what a blues The young and the old together The ground and there it is Paulson McGovern, again Oh yes This to give Carlton the lead They're in front, the Blue Boys Stopping and dropping gets in, and, the the and you can put down the glasses,
0: it's an amigo. it's an amigo it kick it he does. And Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Blues Footy Podcast. It's a shame the first edition of the show doesn't come after a win, but we're here to do it anyway. Blue Baggers, it's your host Jed Zetzer, alongside a fellow bagger in Harrison Hyman's and we like to call the great man Bolt. Welcome to the show Bolt. Zoot, how are you? Yeah, could be better after that to be honest. Just a really, really disappointing result I guess considering we should have been able to get a result and I mean once again a result where we could have won but didn't because of a disappointing first quarter. Was the first quarter more disappointing or was the fact that we came back and didn't win more disappointing? Yeah, I, I
1: don't know. Equally, as disappointing. I think for uh, it's probably more disappointing we didn't win. But I was just the first quarter was scary. I it's, think that's the worst football Carlton have dished up since the pandemic at the in two thousand and
0: eighteen at the Carlton Footy Club. Yeah, it's that crisis year. It's yeah. it's now becoming an issue, and I'm not willing to cop it anymore. I know that I know that we sometimes are happy to ignore the fact that we just get demolished in the first quarter because we come back and win the game. And don't get me wrong, it's brilliant improvising and it's brilliant coaching from Teague not to fall apart and be able to get us back into the game. But now it's to a point where we're actually just losing a lot of games simply because of a dreadful first quarter. Bolt, do you want to read us out some stats since David Teague has taken over the reins as coach? Yep. Of our first quarter scores, so four and a Teague's been in
1: charge of 13 Carlson games. And in three of those games... Um, sorry, in four of those games, we've had goalless first quarters... And then in a further Nearly one... Nearly a third of the game, And then in a further one of them, we only kicked one goal. So, in total, we've kicked 178, conceded 347. So, essentially, we're being doubled on average in the first quarter. It's an absolute joke.
0: See, see my question to you is, it, is it Teague or is it the players? Or is it just a combination of both? I think it's playing, to be honest. I agree. So I've seen a lot on Twitter, you know, the baggers out there blaming Teague, and it's fair because this is something that's happened since Teague has taken over, but I mean... The players can't get away with it anymore. They just come out with no urgency.
1: None. And There's no
0: In the first quarter today, there was no urgency to attack the football. There was no pressure. There was no tackling. Did you Did you notice
1: that Melbourne, every time they had the ball on one side, they'd always look for that kick in the middle, which they'd hit, and they'd always have someone on the fat side, and it would just break the game open. They were essentially and, playing
0: with an extra man. Yeah,
1: they were. And it was just... They They were running in waves. There was... You know, the first quarter, where Pitonet actually got murdered by Gorn, it was... a training drill out of the middle
0: Petrarca was waltzing through Oliver was waltzing through see we said that Gorn would be an issue we knew we knew it was going to be an issue yeah but I don't think we quite knew it was going to be of that magnitude yeah
1: because it was and this is what we said we just uh, we knew he was going to you know, run, pin and into the ground. But it was the hitouts to advantage that were just absolutely killing us early. We just weren't able to read the play. And this is the thing. Like, our midfield is our clear barometer. Because today, the midfield got slaughtered in the first half. But when we were coming back against Richmond, it was one-way traffic from the middle. And it was and, the same today. It was the same today in the second. When the midfield gets on top, because the back line's going to hold up, yeah. and the forward line's... And, look, I've been saying it for a while. Carlton are better when they're small. When the ball hits the deck, they look okay. Yeah. But... This We just need midfield ascendancy. And we need Cripps to be... Uh, Cripps is always good. But we need Murphy to be better for longer. Yep, We I need agree. Walsh to be cleaner and better for longer. Just and we need Ed Kurno to be better.
0: We do. Can we just go back a second and talk about Sam Walsh? Because this is now... We've only played two games this year, but pretty disappointing in both.
1: Yeah, pretty disappointing. Just... You know what it's just average that's what it is just average games
0: today very costly late in the match attacking i think it was 53 a piece or maybe we were down by a yeah. point the kick inside 50 straight and Martin out the back had his head up Martin had his head up the it second was, one as well it was the wrong kick and it was executed poorly when
1: we were so the first inside 50 kick that he had with about a minute and a half to go McGovern has the ball in the middle and spreads it out wide to Walsh Walsh has to know that we had to run the ball in. Like any team in the entire country, being a point up with a minute and a half to go, he's just going to set up behind yeah, the ball, yeah. right? We had to run through Melbourne, that, That's the he's only them. playing
0: 24 AFL games, though.
1: I know. And, and look, it, it's just, it's annoying. I'm not going to hold it against him, but it's just something, you know, no better for next time because... Um, and, and
0: he'll learn off that, but he needs to learn off that. Yeah. He needs
1: to. No, 100%. And yeah, it's, he just lost his head a bit.
0: We're, so we're sitting here in front of the showdown and we're watching highlights of Mitch McGovern when he was at Adelaide and you just wonder, what's <laughs> happened, Mitch? What's happened? He was a superstar in the making at the Crows and today, I know you didn't mind his performance, but... I can see
1: enough with McGovern to like keep at it. I, I think there's so you,
0: th- you think there's still hope that he may
1: come good? No, 100%. I think, I think he's got it all there. It's all there for him. It's just that... Polish. It's getting... I, I think it's there for him. Because like, if he runs in and kicks that goal, if he kicks his set shot, if he just takes that extra... Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, you know, ifs with McGovern. But if, I, I think the, it's... The way you're talking is, it's, is as if it's up in his head. Yeah, it's... Well, during the game, I actually said the word, this guy has the thickest head I've ever seen play football because he just he just loses his head. He just... He do- he doesn't like think things through. He's he's a bit rash, but I think he's got the skill set to be a really good player. McGovern. He just he
0: does. There's just something a little off. I don't know. He does. He has the skill set, and he has he has the he has. You're right. He has the makings to be a special player, but his decision making, in my opinion, needs to be better. Yeah, um, there were a couple of instances where he was working up the ground today, which I actually really like, and he was getting Same. the ball. He was a good outlet kick. He was. He was getting the ball sort of in the defensive half, but then it's that next kick. Yeah, I and, know. And he and he fails to execute it. He knows what to do, but he's struggling a bit to execute. But it. That's, I th- that's what I. Th- I th- yeah, was I thought I was he did a bit with. of
1: that against Richmond. Where he got himself in violent at least made a presence. But yeah, it was interesting. But at least the one positive. I didn't like his first half, but after I thought, I ended up
0: thinking, compared to last week,
1: Gibbons definitely came a bit better.
0: Gibbons was dreadful early, but worked himself into the game really nicely and actually ended up probably being one of our better players on the day, I thought. Yep. He actually played a pivotal role. They They put him straight into the middle, he played exclusively in the midfield and. I actually really like him there. I much prefer him there than when he plays outside on the flank because um, I feel like when he plays on the flank, he doesn't get involved, and when he does get his opportunities... Because let's be honest, he's not the best decision maker on no, the run no no
1: no so
0: when he's in the midfield and he doesn't really get the time and he just needs to find a handball to a, to a player outside of the pack he's actually pretty good yeah and he kicked a massive goal as well kicked a huge goal huge goal that's that's game sense that's yeah. you know he's got the game sense and he's done it a few times where he's kicked big goals for Carlton mm. I mean I thought Setterfield was better today yeah no, so those two
1: were the big disappointments from round one and we're both better today yeah
0: I agree I really feel like we needed Jack today we needed him when we were running inside 50, I feel like the delivery was okay, but you needed a good mark, and Jack's yeah. a good I grab. Mean, yeah, Silvani would have been really handy to have. And, and Silvani would have worked himself into that game. I, I, I just feel like he was the one who was missing today. Obviously, Newman, he goes down with a yeah. patella tendon. So it um, looks like he's done. Done for the year, you would assume, which is dreadful news, but I guess it presents an opportunity for a youngster in Tom Williamson, who you would assume is the straight swap. It should be. Should be. I mean, I don't know. They may try and give O'Brien a run if they want to add a bit of leg speed, which they may want to because we need it. Or
1: they'll see what's doing with Marchbank.
0: Marchbank seems a fair while off. You, yeah, I mean, I'd they be. Don't, playing, they don't even know when he's yeah, when he's going to be fit I know. to play. I'd
1: be playing Williamson personally.
0: I I, think, I'd probably I'd probably be playing Williamson ahead of Marchbank anyway.
1: Yeah, no, oh, definitely. He's he's the like for like for um, Newman. Ploughman? Yeah, yeah. Just no. Nah.
0: You weren't a fan. I thought he got smacked in the first quarter. Yeah, he he, he, he did, was. But
1: to the, the first goal they kicked through Bailey Fritsch wasn't his fault. It wasn't because the space that we allowed Melbourne to work with from that very first play. Wasn't... No, I
0: agree, and and I feel like as well, Plowman he often looks like the one in error because of the the lack of effort from the midfield. Oh
1: yeah, no. So I can usually see when it's him or not because like. He, there was nothing he could do in that first instance, but he just gets the midfield. The just... midfield
0: didn't work hard enough in the but first they never quarter, do. They just don't. and Plowman, as a result, was always on the back foot because you had the ball coming in a thousand times, and he's not going to be able to defend it every time. No. But in saying that, in the second half when we did have the run of the play, I feel like I feel like he was pretty ordinary. Yeah, no, he, he's just an ordinary player, and he's and he's well, not probably. He was definitely in our bottom six today. Yeah, for sure. Pitonnet first half gets demolished. Thought he came out better yeah, he, he, in the second. half. he Held half. his own at stoppages. He can I be honest? He did what he needed to do in the yeah, second. half. He, he was, just limited Gorn's outlet.
1: And yeah, and he was okay below his knees as well. So uh, no, nah, he'll definitely he definitely
0: justified a spot for next week. Today presented a huge opportunity for Darcy Lang because let's be honest, unless he He's has not going to get many. I was going to say unless he has a huge year he won't be there next year yep. and he and he's given a massive he's given a golden ticket today yep. to um put himself on display wasn't the game for him. I think the fact that
1: you know he was the worst of him and Cunningham is bad news for Darcy Lane.
0: It is, and actually, I actually liked Cunningham today. Yeah, I thought he was handy. Cunningham. again. he was handy
1: again. He's yeah. just got
0: to make himself handy. That's what, and he was handy in round he, one. Yep, yeah, he but was. But today, I felt like he got more involved. Round one, he was he played more as a small forward. Today, they got yeah. him involved. No, as, no, oh, They yeah. used his leg speed, which was I, I like that. I yeah. like that he played up the ground and he actually ran down the wings because that's that's the type of player that we want him to be, isn't it? Um, I don't. Even do we know. want him to be a small forward or do we want him to run down the wings? I'm actually not just like in high
1: half forward maybe just like get involved but still hit the scoreboard going one way because he kicked a goal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I and thought then, he did that today. He's not going to get dropped off today's no, performance. definitely not. But it's just no, it's just get involved in yeah, you know, no, in, I, in goal I, chains. I, and... I was all for his game today. So the homecoming of Eddie was <laughs> yeah it, <sighs> not great. It, it was it wasn't it was a tough day for our small forwards. I thought because Melbourne's defense held up.
1: Yeah, and the kicking going in. It's just the kicking going in was. It's yeah, just it's below. It's well below average. The inside fifty. And I mean, at
0: the end of the day, Eddie still was able to hit the scoreboard, which is good signs. But I just felt as if he didn't do enough. And and I mean, if you take away the factor that it was Eddie. And if you, you oh. know, if you gave that game to a Darcy Lang, yeah, oh no, we'd probably bit, be all over yeah, him. And Betts missed a crucial
1: set shot well. well, as well. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I don't like, want It
0: was crucial. I don't want to bully him, but he did miss a huge set shot, no, no, no. and he actually also missed that snap in the final quarter yeah, as nah, well. It was inexcusable. From he Betts. needed he needed to be better. Petrovsky Sedan, the first quarter. That was the first quarter oh. of
1: monumental nightmares. Disaster. Really. At the very first play. And then he had a kick coming in board Petrovsky, and it was, a, it was a real shame. I didn't. He was actually also named in our best, which I couldn't believe.
0: Well, he was pretty good for the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought he's just, the second quarter he was still these, average. It, these errors just—they've they got to get out of our game. But can I be honest though? In that final quarter, where we needed someone to be neat and tidy, he was.
1: Yeah, and I think he's. I think he's a beautiful dispose. Dispose. You know, user of the ball, but. Oh, just the first quarter. He, he just—he
0: actually just looked out of his depth in the first quarter, as much as I hate saying it. Let's move along to our segment, Bolt's Bomb. So, Bolt, you're going to tell us something that you're confident about yep. that probably is an unpopular opinion. All right. So,
1: this opinion has two halves to it. I think one opinion is going to be very popular, and yep. everyone will agree on, but the other half that comes with it won't be popular.
0: Okay, I'm keen to hear so this. So, now,
1: the decision last year to delist Dale Thomas was stupid. And I think everyone can agree on that. It was. And in t- and in turn, we chose to keep Cade Simpson over Dale Thomas. Cade Simpson today, he's disposal I can only use expletives to describe it. He, he only had nine effective disposals he, today. Out of? Fifteen. Yeah, he just blatantly turns the ball over. It, he, you know, he's not reliable coming out of the back line, Simpson. He's
0: not anymore. He's not. And you, you don't really feel safe when the ball's in his hand anymore, do you?
1: No. And so, yeah, my it's just, you know, the, I'm of the opinion that really, you know, the only reason they kept Simpson over Thomas was because of reputation around the club, which is fair enough because he's earned that around the club, Cade Simpson. I'm not denying him that. That you know, if we're going to go off real, you know, game merit here, I'd rather Dale Thomas in my team next week than
0: Cade Simpson. It's an, yeah, it's an interesting one. And it's it's that's why this segment is good because you bring up a you know, an opinion that is controversial and, it, and it's a discussion because, you know, you do beg the question, should we have maybe kept Daisy and not kept Simpson? I mean yeah, well, that's just the fact that the it was so imposing
1: consistent and I think they chose the wrong one is just mystifying and I honestly I'd be shocked
0: at this I'd be shocked if Simpson was playing next year. The thing is, we sort of said this at this stage last year, and then he had a really big second half of the year, where where he became a bit more reliable. His disposal was a little bit better, but what I felt today was he didn't, he never felt like he had time with the ball. Whenever Simpson got the ball, it was rushed. That, yeah. That's 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 what I felt. Did you did you feel that? Yeah, he, he
1: he just kicks it blindly, Simpson. He really—that's really what he does. So yeah, I thought, in it, especially in the first half, I know all the you know errors were you know amplified in the first half and were
0: playing so poorly. But he's just—it was so frustrating to watch. Really. All right, let's rate the coach out of ten. Let's just discuss what he did well on the day and what he didn't. I think so, and I said it in round one. We still we we look really dangerous when we
1: move the ball through the middle when they get the ball through the middle in space they look really good it was too stagnant in the first quarter it was just you know kicking up the line it was Bolton-esque and there was just no fluency to their play but I think in terms of matchups the big matchup for me was who was going to go to McDonald he got that completely correct yep and Wiedering was tremendous Jacob Wiedering is clearly the most dependable player at Carlton. He's he, an,
0: hes an—he has
1: become an elite footballer. Uh, he gives his forwards no room to breathe. He's played on Tom Lynch, who's arguably the best key forward in the competition. He's played on Tom McDonald today, who's also a good player who towed us up last year. Towed us hasn't conceded the goal yet, Jacob Wiedering.
0: This is what you're going to get for the next decade from Jacob Wiedering, Just and that's like something that we can get in. excited about. And, you
1: know, next week he'll take Hawkins, which will be interesting because that's a, an even bigger body than those two. I
0: think the matchup suits him well, though, because Hawkins isn't particularly quick. No. And I th- and I think that that favors Wiedering because yeah, Wiedering isn't particularly no, quick either. Weidering's not quick. But, but he's very good one-on-one. Yeah, d- he doesn't get beaten. He, he, his disposal is also exceptional.
1: That's, I was going to say. That he did this kick across his body coming yeah. out of the back line.
0: It well, was just superb. It's very rare, I feel, that you f- that you feel safe when the ball's in your fullback's hands. And I honestly feel safe when the ball is in Wiedering's hands. Oh, it's yeah. like when the ball's in Jones's hands. I'm sort of you know oh, he's you a, get a, he's bit, a bit erratic. It's You, hard get, a bit, part you get a bit worried. Yeah. But when it's in Wiedering's hand, you know it's going to be clever. He's a great oh. decision maker. It doesn't. And he just he like, sees the ground. Very well. Yeah. No. He can see... He, he's got a great footy brain, looks up the ground, and he sees it well. And I, I, I that's that's something I really no, like I about Weidering. I thought
1: he was superb today. He just goes about his business, doesn't and he? And easily
0: our best on the ground. Yeah, he, Not even close. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Jacob Weidering. And he... I mean, we may as well move along. We're going to rate our best three on the ground and our worst three on the ground from Carlton. And we'll give them a rating out of 10. I'll just say straight off the bat, weedering was my best on the ground. Yep. And... I don't think he could have played a better game. I've, I, I'm giving him a 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah, I am I think he was our best player as well. I'm going to give him a 9.
0: If he kicked the goal, he got a
1: 10? Well, yeah, <laughs> um, maybe. Um, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah,
0: I was in. You yeah. can't expect him to kick that from outside no, from no. 50. And he the made, the, made the distance yeah. as well. We're going to rate every player from the 22 out of 10... And accumulate the scoring over the 2021... Sorry. over The 2020 season. Yeah. Over, getting a bit ahead of myself here. Over the 2020 season. And whoever tallies the most votes by the end of the season will win our best and fairest. So that's how we're going to do it here yep. at and the we'll, Blues Footy Podcast. And we'll
1: post the graphics on the socials Yeah, we'll get it week. out
0: during the We're not, not going to go through every player's ratings, but we'll go through our best three and our worst three. Who was the second best on ground for you today? Probably Cripps. It was tough because, like, Cripps struggled to get involved, but, you know, he's still that
1: bloke. You know, let- when the game's there to be won, Cripps is there.
0: Yeah, he is. And he- let- let's be honest, though, from an unbiased point of view, he was beaten by Oliver.
1: Yeah, no, he- Oliver was in the brown votes today. Yeah, no, nah, Cri-
0: Cripps was beaten.
1: Cripps was... But still brilliant. Yeah, he's just still, you know... He, he, it's, it's still a bit of a get on my back and, and come and with me attitude it, that's
0: exactly what it is because when we were sort of really in need of someone to just because in that last quarter when you knew we were coming we just needed someone to stand up and yeah. he went forward and took two massive grabs I know he only kicked one do you know how good he's going to be when he nails his set shots well yeah when he nails his set shots that's what's going to set him apart from the rest of the competition yeah because if he kicks both of those goals today we win and he gets votes and he gets three votes yeah so, yeah, I think, I think Cripps was really good. He's my second best on ground as well, but equal for me with Jack Martin, who he just oozes class, Martin. Every time he gets the ball, dash. His dash down the middle is just exceptional. He sets up the play. He also has a brilliant footy brain, I feel, because he sees the ground well. Yeah. He knows what's ahead of him. They both get a 7 out of 10 for me.
1: So I gave Cripps a 6. I've given Martin a 6 as well, but you've just touched on him. I think I'm going to give Mark Murphy a 6 as well. And one was a bit like Cripps, he st- And even Ed Kerno as well, as in, you know, but Murphy especially, he started slow, but when Murphy's on, it's really big because Murphy yeah. you know, when is he's-, he's still such a good player when he wants to be. And you know, you can
0: tell when Murphy lifts. Yeah, you, you, can, can. you can. It's it's blatantly obvious. We're a much better team when, Mar- when Mur- yeah. yeah, when Murphy's fit and firing. Yeah, we're much better. Exactly.
1: And uh, it's just so noticeable. So uh, I'm uh, yeah, I think you know those guys Cripps, Martin, um you know Gibbons, Even, Kerno, Murphy, you know those second rung of players tonight. Yeah,
0: our, and our mature ages as well were pretty good. I th- I thought I thought Casbolt didn't get very involved in the game, but when he was involved yeah. he was important. Took some big grabs, tackles. He had a huge tackle in that last quarter. Yes,
1: it's just hard to ignore the first quarter. There's just a lot of yeah, satisfactory yeah. performances.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do agree. Worst three. Yes, on the ground now. We have we have to be unbiased here and also yeah. sort of talk about who didn't play too well. I'd like to kick us off. Jack Nunes.
1: He like wasn't hopeless. great. He wasn't great, and there were two instances where he. Passively cost us He lost his f- So when we got it back To three goals In the third quarter They went straight up And I think Fritch Kicked the goal He lost his feet On the half back flank Which gave them You know That free entry Coming in Big He's just he's, Can he's, I tell you What I also hand, There was a handball He did he, I don't know It's just little things But he's Can just I tell you What boss. I get
0: pissed off with Yeah I get pissed off When Carlton players Call for the ball mm. When they're not In a position <sighs> To call for the but ball And they give it and this is the issue, you don't call for the ball if you're not in a position to take the ball, because the chances are, the player's going to pass it to you, because the pressure was elite today from Melbourne, right? Yeah. So, Doherty's in the back half, I think there was about a minute, a minute and a half to uh, go or something yeah, oh this was like two Noons, yes. Doherty, look, it was very poor by Doherty, Age- and especially the captain of the club, you expect better, but Noons don't call for the ball you're not in a position to get the footy and even if he was even if he did have the time and space the side that side of the ground just wasn't open for Carlton so even if he had the ball and had the space to run we weren't going anywhere with it. No, I so completely agree. I just think that was really poor from Nunes, and a mature age player as well, who's had 150 to 200 games yeah. experience in the competition. It's just He annoying. should know better than to call for the ball with a minute and a half left in that position. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I,
1: yeah, I can't say... I can't add much more to that.
0: Yeah, so, so Nunes was actually the worst on ground for me as well. He got a 2 out of 10. Yep, yeah, same. You also gave him a 2. Yeah. Lang was equally as poor for me. He got a two as well. Just and didn't do enough. Well, see, here's the thing. I just think you can't really give someone who only had four touches anything more than two. Because unless... He only had four touches. He had four disposals. Yeah. Unless his pressure is elite. And you know what? Yeah, his no, pressure wasn't, wasn't We there. didn't have
1: much of a presence when the ball hit the ground so inside we, 50. We, we
0: brought Lang in did for we, two... Did, do to, you know if we laid a tackle inside four, inside 50 today? As in, I'll have a look. But So you bring a player... Like Darcy Lang in for three things. By the way, we had six tackles inside fifty today. What? Yeah. You bring Darcy Lang in for three things: one, to hit the scoreboard, and fair enough, he kicked a goal. Yeah. The second thing you bring him in is for leg speed. Yeah, didn't didn't you know have any? There was no display of leg speed today from Darcy Lang because he didn't get yeah. the ball. Yeah, and the third thing you bring him in for is his pressure up forward. So he's had two tackles. When you bring someone in to apply pressure up forward and provide leg speed, and they do neither. Then they're not going to get a better than a two out of ten for me.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm the same. I'd Lang as a two as well. He was just
0: and both of his tackles weren't inside fifties. So there's no forward pressure, which is what we needed from him today. Yeah, he he yeah, he
1: gave next to nothing today, Lang.
0: Third worst on ground. We wow. touched on them both. I feel like we're both going to get slaughtered by the Carlton faithful for saying these names. But, yeah, you, well, but...
1: I'd like to hear alternatives if if not. If yeah, do. Let,
0: let us know. I mean. So I, you're gonna, I mean, look, you're gonna listen to this, you're gonna roast me, but I'm just gonna be completely unbiased and take away the sentimental value from this man. I'm sorry, but Eddie was easily our third worst on ground for mine. Yeah. I just think once again, a player who needed to hit the scoreboard, he misses two really crucial goals, and also was just. He just had no impact in the game up until the final quarter. You wouldn't have known he was playing. No, I completely agree. Betts was... yeah. He touched the ball eight times. I reckon five of them came in the last quarter.
1: Betts was very well in my pecking order as well. I thought Plowman was so, so pretty ordinary. I gave Plowman a three. Well, I
0: gave Betts a three. So, is Plowman your third worst? Yeah, he's definitely in the mix. I didn't, think, I didn't think
1: H was great today. Yeah, I mean, tough game for him. Yeah, and what's wrong with his kicking? At the back end of last year, he's kicking a goal.
0: He's yeah yeah I mean he's he's his kicking is becoming a similar it's, it's an issue. issue it's becoming as similar of an issue as it was when Casbolt had his kicking yeah, issues I know well, yeah I know Casbolt's now not a bad kick I still he had that kick at the top of the goal square today I can't watch
1: I can't I still yeah, can't watch him fair kick fair
0: enough we've gone through years of him not being able to kick but I don't it's, mind when the ball's in Levi's hands yeah, you know now. up the
1: ground I don't mind
0: but yeah just needs to lift H and he needs he really needs to get behind his goal-kicking. I mean, you've, they've employed... I know he's not there anymore, but they employed Sav Rocker to fix that up. Yeah, I don't, he th- I don't, th- I don't
1: think he got onto the Carlson job-keeper, <laughs> Sav Rocker.
0: Um, nah, but seriously, you just sort of... You, you actually wonder what he's been doing in the off-season. Mm, it's just frustrating. He's had that long to practice his goal-kicking. I, I think he's a really hard worker up the ground, H. But... He is. He is. I, I don't disagree with you, but... And also today... Only the six touches. Yes, it's a, he just didn't didn't, didn't hit the scoreboard? He probably should have been the third worst yeah, instead I of Eddie. Yeah, I didn't think he was. Great. But um, I don't know. I was just a bit. I was I was disappointed, probably because of the expectation of Eddie. Yep. More than actually the outlet. But um, predicted changes for next week. So we've got the cats down the cattery. But it's it's a tough assignment. <sighs> Say that again. Who comes in? Who goes out? So Newman goes out. Yep. You'd expect the straight swap for Williamson. And then Silvani
1: will come back in. And you'd expect the straight swap, swap for lane. lane. Do we know if Fisher's going to be ready?
0: Well, here's the thing. If Fisher is ready, it's, it's, it then it becomes... It has to be Nunes. I was going to say, it then becomes tough because I know Nunes... I know they like him there and they and they want him to play, but he has to be the next one out. He if has Fisher's to be...
1: In, if Fisher's in, it's Nunes
0: out. Um, same, and, and those are three huge changes. Huge. Yeah, well, they just, they just enhance our team at the end of the day. Um, obviously, the Williamson one is not you know as big as the inclusions of Silvani and Fisher. No, of course. But you just you just want to see him hit the park.
1: Yeah. So from the so our four emergencies this week being Philp, Kennedy, O'Brien, and then um, Williamson and Williamson. So I can't see Philp coming straight back in to go
0: down to the cattery. Well, I, if if Fisher doesn't pull up, do they then pull the trigger and bring Philp in for news? Yeah. Yeah, what's I, there to lose? I I don't think there's anything to lose, but I feel as if going down to the Cattery, they You're may setting feel him up to fail they, a bit. not that they just may feel safer with a guy who's played the 200 games, a bit battle hardened. Yeah. Yeah, 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 probably.
1: Um, couldn't we see O'Brien coming in for Newman at all? Or do you think Williamson? That's a forgone conclusion. Well, that's what I
0: said. They may choose to go with O'Brien because they want the leg speed and they want the more attacking flair. Right? Whereas Williamson, he's. He's more of a defensive player yeah, than O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. And I guess there's a bit more versatility with O'Brien as well because you can chuck him on the wing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd probably go Williamson, but we'll see what happens. I actually like,
0: don't mind either. I'd like to see Williamson, though. I don't mind O'Brien playing a full year of reserves because I think he needs it. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there are people out there who'd love to see him in the team. It's a tough one, though. Yeah, no, we'll see. I think it will be Williamson, but we'll see what happens Thursday. Does Paddy Dow come straight back in? Nope. He, um, he,
1: no, he, he. But they said it will be a couple of weeks anyway. So hopefully, five or six weeks in the reserves.
0: I just feel, <laughs> no. Nah, so I, I still. See, see Dow just wouldn't have cope today. I just feel like he really, really needs to build form in the reserves because he's actually he needs to get hands on the ball. He actually takes five steps back every time he plays. Yeah. He goes five steps backwards and. It's not doing him any favours, and it's not doing the team any favours. He needs to go back to the twos and build his confidence back up. Because in his first year, you could see there was a player there. Yep. It's
1: just he's kicking, like a technique. He it's needs to improve no the kicking. on his kicking. It's-
0: I'm going to be brutally honest. He doesn't read the game particularly oh, well. Nah. He's he's just
1: so not up to it. It's so, scary So now. we've
0: spoken about David Teague moving players in. Into, into positions that they're probably not used to playing in to bring out a different side of them and we saw it with Matt Kennedy last year yep. we've seen it with you know a couple of players have moved Cunningham up forward that you know gave Silvani a new role I know that was more Bolton but Teague still went through with it I think they need to give Dow a run in defence. I want so him. I, so
1: you suggested it to me a few weeks ago. I, There's
0: a lockdown, and I like it. I want him accountable for a small forward because it means that we don't need a good kicking out of him, and we don't really need good decision making either. We just need his tackling, which he's good at, and he's quick. He can he can keep up with the small forwards. Yeah, I want to see him down back as a shutdown defender and just see see if he's any different. You know, you may find a play, you may not, but we're none the wiser unless yeah. we try. And,
1: I, I completely agree with you.
0: So well I, I think it's a wrap up
1: it is we've covered everything disappointing uh, evening yeah and, and, and th- th- that, that one's gonna nice. that
0: one's gonna sting sting that, that stings you know, one and one would be oh. that stings Since now eight
1: years in a, no it's yeah eight years in a row without winning in the opening
0: two rounds it just makes round four even bigger I know we shouldn't be writing off next week but realistically it's a very tough assignment down the down yeah, the cattery were, the bombers but the bombers in round <sighs> four just makes that game so much bigger yep the Bombers, they've got Sydney tomorrow, and then they've got Melbourne, Melbourne. next week. It could be Owen 3 versus 3-0. It could be. It very well could be. It's going to be very interesting to see how we come out. I think we should be able to beat one of Essendon and St Kilda, if not
1: both. You'd like to think so because there's going to be severe issues, but they need that, they need they, they need wins on the board. They, they need to, to be
0: better in the first quarter. Yeah, it's all about this. It's all about setting the game I said, up.
1: They've just I actually wrote on a group you're in before the start of the game. I wrote they've just got to concentrate. Yeah, they, they just did. it early. They've just got to concentrate.
0: There were yeah. I mean, look, we've covered it. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how we go next week, and it's a really good game to see where our levels at compared to one of the best teams in the competition at their fortress. Yep. Yeah. Because Geelong beat Cause Hawthorne by 10 goals. Yeah. So if we can get within a couple goals, you'd probably take that well, result. Well, let's just put
1: ourselves in a position where we can win and hopefully,
0: you know, we rectify some wrongs from today. Yeah, and if and if Teague and the and, and the guys are serious about playing finals... Because Cripps has come out and said he wants to play finals <laughs> this year. Same. If they're serious about it, then you go down the cattery and you make a statement. Yep. No, I agree. We'll see what happens. That's all we've got for you today on the Blues Footy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the very first edition of the show. It was a pleasure, Bolt. Very good. Looking forward to doing it all again next week, hopefully after a win.
1: Yes, no, 100%. We Would... can't get much more deflating than tonight, so only yeah, up And Yeah, and,
0: and that stings. But look, we'll be back next week to do it all again just after our match at the Cattery. See you later, Blue Baggers. We'll see you next oh, week. Against the famous old Dark Moon.